Up Close and Personal with Kim Shea. This is episode 15 on What Has My Attention podcast. I'm John Beethan, your host and president and producer for ImaginePodcasting.com, where I offer podcast insights and what has my attention in life. With podcasting, when you have a good dynamic microphone and learn how to use it, you'll be up close and personal with the person you're having a conversation with. You'll experience the person more fully, which makes it easier to empathize and be with the person you're talking with, resulting in a more meaningful conversation. I started out the day by outlining a solo episode with the topic of up close and personal, the advantages of good microphone technique with a good microphone. But then, while remotely on Squadcast helping Kim Shea, our co-producer and also co-host for Alternative Health Tools podcast, and I was helping her set up her cloud lifter, I thought, let's record this as an episode. Yep, I'm recording too. Well, look at that. I'm also recording to my SD card. So there you oh, go. look at you. Oh, yeah, oh there God. you go. <laughs> oh, this is Kim Shea. She's the uh, co-producer and co-host of Alternative Health Tools podcast. And my name is John Beath, and I'm the producer and presidente of ImaginePodcasting.com. Mm-hmm. So we're actually having a conversation because there was a podcast put out by, which are the people at Squadcast, and we we're just talking about, they put out a podcast this morning, really, in a sense, defending Squadcast because it's super high quality mm-hmm. and there's all these people that insist on using Zoom and Skype and the quality is terrible. And using Squadcast, it's as easy as using Zoom mm-hmm. and the quality is really, really high. And then Kim and I were also talking about the problem with using Zoom is you're going to get a guest that's in his car traveling. You're doing an interview with somebody traveling in a car with the road noise and everything else. Not a good idea. No, probably also so anyway. sucking down a drink from... A coffee shop, a drive through coffee shop, or maybe rattling some wrapper of a hamburger that he picked up along the way, too. It's just, I really do feel that podcasting is an art. It really is its own special genre, and I think it needs to be treated as such. I wouldn't, I, I don't like listening to an audiobook when it's not done properly. It really yeah. detracts from the message, and that would be the same thing with a podcast, too. Yeah. So, with your podcast, Pivot and Thrive, and I know you had one before that, but let's just talk how long you've been doing that podcast. Pivot and Thrive, I think, has been since August. Okay. And then I was doing video interviews on YouTube for about a year before that. Okay. So you've learned quite a bit. I I think so. And especially in the last few months working with you, I've learned a lot. Well, thank you. So one thing to let people know is Kim's on a Roadcaster Pro and I'm on a Roadcaster Pro as well. We're using Squadcast. And uh, my microphone is a Samsung Q2U with a cloud lifter. And I encouraged Kim to get a cloud lifter for her microphone. And which microphone do you have? I have a Sennheiser. I don't know what number it is, but it's a Sennheiser. That's all right. You don't need I can to look know. at it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, and the so, cloud lifter, which is amazing. Yeah. So you just installed it. So mm-hmm. what's your initial reaction? I mean, I have, yeah, go ahead. It was so easy. I was definitely intimidated by it, but it's so easy to do. And the sound is amazing because I don't have to be so close to the microphone and the sound is still so rich and it's wonderful. Yeah. 
Yeah. So for people that don't know what a cloud lifter is, it that's the brand we have, and it's about one hundred and fifty dollars. But what it does is generally raises the uh, raises the signal twenty three decibels, and what that means, whatever you're using it, like in the case of the Rodecaster Pro, you don't have to push the Rodecaster Pro's levels up high to get a good strong signal. And what I'm experiencing from Kim is it's absolutely quiet and silent. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's like library podcasting. Yeah. It's really pure. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, I really like it. I like all that when you have the right tools, as with anything else you do in the mm-hmm. world, if you have the right tools, it just makes the job so much easier. It makes the product better in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. So and we were nice. we were talking, people are actually gonna more apt to actually listen to an episode and have it be an enjoyable experience. I was actually getting ready to do an episode on what has my attention today. The title of it is Up Close and Personal. Mm. Talking about what we're talking about now. Okay. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I can hear the nuances in your voice. I can hear a sigh. I can hear a breath. You know, it's just, it's, it's a whole different experience when you have a really good microphone. And know how to use it. And that's a big part of it. So I teach people to, you know, be a fist bumper 10 inches away. So there are those people that sit way back from the microphone like this. And of course, to hear them, you have to turn the levels up. And when you turn the levels up, you're going to get a whole bunch of noise and echo. So what you want to do is be close to the microphone. Yeah, just makes it sound better. You're a great teacher. That's what's so nice because you've been doing it for so long. Mm-hmm. You know everything about it and all the different equipment and tools and programs. Been doing it 16 years and spent the first 14, really, teaching other people, mm. producing their podcasts. And for me, I had a mentor. His name was Jim Turr. And in Santa Fe, when I was living there at the time, I bought good equipment. I bought a Mackie 1202 mixer and a Roland digital recorder and two AKG C3000 condenser microphones, which I don't recommend condensers at all anymore. But the reason I got those is because I was doing musical podcasts. And, you know, I just wanted to have really good, high-quality sound. So what are the three top things you've learned in the last year or so podcasting that probably made a biggest shift and difference for you? There's a lot of things I've learned. I think having the right tools has made it just a much more pleasurable experience. And I think it's worth it to have the proper tools because Mm -hmm. it just makes it more fun. And it also makes it so you don't mind the sound of your own voice, which a lot of people get a little bit uneasy listening to the sound of their own voice in the recording and in the editing. So having the right tools is very important. Coming prepared to interview somebody is very important. It's valuable to look at their background and make notes of questions you might want to ask before you go into the interview, but being open to the fact that there are going to be other questions that will pop up along the way. It's so important to just listen and take notes. Those are valuable for the show notes later on too. Mm. So that's been valuable. So, and you're excellent at preparation. Absolutely oh. excellent. Well, thank you. I really like to know who I'm talking to. I'm genuinely curious about what everybody has to say. I know you are. Yeah. yeah. So that's important. Yeah. So what else? That's number one, right? No, that was number, that was number two. two. Right equipment. Yeah. Be prepared. Yeah. And, and let me ask you, how long does it take, do you feel, to be prepared 
for an interview? And, and when do you do it? You do it the day of or a couple days before or once it's been scheduled? Or? I always do it the day before. So it's fresh in my mind. I've got all my notes right mm-hmm. there. I have little symbols. One means link. One means question that I want to make sure that I ask or that I use in the show notes. And that way it's just fresh in my mind. That's important to me. Then I really think about it as I'm going through my day, other questions mm-hmm. I might want to ask. And to, But the important thing too is to really listen. You really have to be listening to what the other people are saying, just like as if you were in a conversation with them live at a cocktail or something like that. You really do need to be paying attention so that you can ask questions that show that you're listening. Otherwise, it seems like you're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. I had these questions already written down. I'm just going to go with those questions and you're not really paying attention. And it shows, I think. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like, in my experience listening to your episodes, is you're making it all about them. Oh, yeah. No, we're here to showcase them. Mm-hmm. Showcase them, their website, their product, their book, whatever. And also just to really, you're basically introducing them to the listeners. So mm-hmm. the listeners can take what they need to get from that and then go further if they want to, using the links in the show notes. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's about them. It's obviously, we go into podcasting because we enjoy it. and we enjoy all the art form of it, but it's about the guest. Yeah. So the most recent episode you did was episode 120 on Alternative Health Tools podcast with Jake Steiner Mm -hmm. titled Reversing Myopia. And I guess there's another way of pronouncing it. Reversing Myopia completely without surgery. So I haven't gotten through the complete episode, but going through the production of it, it's like, holy mackerel, this is valuable. So what was your experience with him? First of all, I had a great time talking to him. Setting it up was a challenge because he was in a different time zone and trying to figure out what day it actually was that we were talking to each other. So that was a challenge. But once I started talking to him, he was just great. And it was just such a simple, it's a classic story of almost everybody we talk to where they've had something happen to them and then they figure out how they're going to solve the problem. And that's what Jake did. And then just learning about, how the process worked, not in great detail. We didn't go into great detail about how to do it, but just how many people have had such good results from it. And he reversed his from like a minus four to back down to 2020 vision. And oh. you know, the uh, when you look at your box of contact lenses or something, or it uh-huh. says what number you are, like I'm a minus 5.5 in one eye and a minus 5.25 in another eye. As I, it relates to 2020? Yeah, it has to do with, I think, the shape of your, how far the your eyeball's oh, yeah. gone out of shape. And so mm. you can look at that. And so he, when I told him my numbers, he said, well, it'll take you a few years because you can maybe go down one full point every year. Mm. You'll improve it one full point every year. So he really knows it. And he's got a huge, huge following. And it was just amazing to me that somebody could and, do this. And where is he located? I, he's in Thailand right now, I believe, mm-hmm. but he's from Germany. But he got stuck oh, yeah. due to the pandemic where he is right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But he was in a lovely location. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So what other episodes that you've done with uh, him or excuse me, with alternative health tools that you really, really enjoyed? I've honestly enjoyed almost every one of them. There's always one. <laughs> but I enjoyed talking to Dion Mondell. And that one came out recently where she was working with these ancient ancient Tibetan sound bowls. Episode 119, Alternative Health Tools go. Podcast. Shameless yeah. self-promotion. There you go. She's a lovely soul. And just just hearing her reverence for these bowls and what they can do for people in the healing process was really enjoyable. 
uh, Oki McIsaac, who talked about getting readings and what you can get out of a psychic reading and sharing her own journey. Yeah, and her journey was pretty brutal. She went through a, a tough time recovering from toxic shock syndrome is what it was due mm. to an infection that she had. I think it was an upper respiratory infection and it mm-hmm. went toxic in her body. And um, the deal that she made with God about living her true purpose, that was very inspiring. And there's one coming up soon with Olivia Melody, which is amazing because that is her actual name. And she does crystal sound bowls. And the contrast between Olivia and Dion was very interesting, whereas Dion has such tremendous reverence for these Tibetan sound bowls. And whereas Olivia's like, well, no, it's just a glass bowl. It's just a glass bowl. You can do stuff with it to change it if you want to, but it's it's just crystal. It's okay. You can't, there's nothing sacred mm-hmm. about it. It's what you're doing with it that's sacred. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It was fun to have them back to back on my calendar to get an understanding of the differences between the two. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, we did an episode 117 with Stacy Sims, mm-hmm. Diabetes Connection, Connections. Yeah. So Stacy's one of those people that's been podcasting five, or five years. Actually, I think longer than that, six years maybe. And uh, But actually been uh, profitable through sponsorship. So did you get a chance to see her webinar? I did. I did. I enjoyed right. it. She has so much energy and she has such great ideas. And mm-hmm. she's just turned it into a business. And it, she said the, in the webinar, she was reluctant to go that way. She was just trying to have a little mm-hmm. podcast. But have she's, some fun. Yeah, she's grown it into a big business. Yeah. yeah she's and that's inspiring. because her son, I think he wasn't even two years old and was diagnosed with diabetes type yes. 1. Yeah. And she actually had to, started blogging about it and then started podcasting. All this while she was doing, she was doing television or local TV and mm-hmm. newsroom stuff. And so, what were the big takeaways against for that webinar? That you can do it all yourself. I always assumed you needed a whole marketing team, and I'm sure you find that people email you on a regular basis, letting you know how they can help you. They can yeah. be of service to you. So, but it's obviously that she, you can do it yourself. I mm-hmm. that's something I would want to just listen to again and again in terms of the dollar amounts that she's talking about and how you mm-hmm. set it up and how you really hold true. That was the thing that was interesting because I get emails from a company where you can get advertisers to come on, even if you have ten followers, you can get advertisers to come on, but you're charging just pennies for them to advertise on your podcast and she's pointing out that's not it's not acceptable it's a higher it's a higher business platform than that and it needs to be treated with a little more respect and and the return on investment from a host read ad is incredible because there's trust and it's as you know it's like what we say is that podcasting over time builds long-lasting trusted relationships Mm mm-hmm so it's a whole lot different than hearing an ad that is produced by some company that's not host read, and you don't really have a relationship with them, right? Right. But if the host preferably is using the service or product and has a relationship with the sponsor, and then that host has a relationship with the audience, it just doesn't get any better. Yeah. It's yeah. about trust. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So she knows she knows what she's doing, and that was a, mm-hmm. a point she made too. That it has to be something that she also believes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was uh, 
on a call, I think it was Monday morning with Rob Walsh, VP of mm. Podcast Relationships at Libsyn. So we're getting ready to roll out dynamic ad insertion. That's so exciting. Yes. So anybody out there that's listening to this and has a favorite health product company or a service, and I, I'm kind of drawing blanks as an example, but in, in, any products that you're aware of or companies? Yeah. Yeah, when like, I, I interviewed Scott Sensenbrenner of Enzymedica uh -huh. and oh, their yeah. enzymatic products that you can use to help digest your food better and be more yep. comfortable all the time. So and he had a broad range of products and you know, they're affordable for the average person to implement into their diet. And so, yeah, I thought he was great. And they're huge. I think they have 30,000 different sales locations around the mm -hmm. globe, mm -hmm. including good old Amazon.com. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sounds like he's everywhere. Yeah, he's so very accessible. And he's a really good educator, isn't he? Mm -hmm. I learned a lot talking to him about how and the science behind it. And he's been doing that since he was in his 20s. I think he's in his 50s now, but he's been doing that forever. That's He eats, breathes, and sleeps enzymatic digestive products. <laughs> so he's a very, <laughs> very healthy guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, so that one came to mind. Oh, that's nice. Someone well, we we'll, could work with. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about other things um, later as well. I wanted to share with you as well. Okay. Sounds great. But let's just keep this short, wrap it up. And anything you want to tell the people that are listening to this on what has my attention, that podcast? Yeah, I think just follow this along. You'll learn so much from John. Definitely. Whenever he's talking about something, he knows what he's talking about. And he's very trustworthy. And oh, you thanks, can be Kim. sure he's giving you the straight straight shot on what you need to know. Plus well, he's thank fun. You very much. He's a fun guy. And he's got a lovely voice. That's the thing too. <laughs> he's just lovely to listen to. So I think right. people would enjoy that while they're out on their 20 minute walk. All right, podcasters or wannabe podcasters. It's what we say is we're hired by people that keep putting off starting their podcast because they think it's complicated and expensive. And it's not. It's not. But it takes time. So I never had this voice when I started. You know, so it took time. And it's just like the more you podcast, the better your voice gets. I mean, look at you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, it's hard to believe your voice wasn't always like this, but I will take no, your word for it. It okay. wasn't. No. It, like I said, my mentor, Jim Tour, was uh, a com is a comedian radio personality. And I mean, the story is this was back in, I don't know, 2006, I think it was. Mm -hmm. So I was podcasting and a friend of mine called me and said, do you know who Jim Tour is? I go. No. And he said, well, he's a radio, he's a comedian and a radio personality. I think you ought to call him about doing a podcast. I said, okay, great. So I called Jim and we had a short conversation on Monday and he said, uh, well, when do you want me to, when do you want me to come in? I said, you got Wednesday at noon free? He goes, sure, I'll be there. Great. So Wednesday at nine o'clock in the morning, I got this call. It kind of went like this. I've, you know, is this Mr. B? <laughs> <laughs> And I said, it's John Beethan. Can I help you? He goes, my name's Buddy. And J my buddy Jim Turr said I should give you a call. So anyway, he kept in that character and told me, he basically said, going to show up and be me and you just show up as you are and be the straight man and everything will be just fine. Huh. So he showed up in character, dressed in this Western outfit. As buddy, we just want to be your friend. That was the subtitle of the podcast. And so 
Jim taught me so much. I mean, he made me pop filters for my microphones. He brought them in the next week and it went on for 36 episodes. Wow. Yeah. And it was a comedy podcast and it was the most fun I've ever had podcasting. How fun. Would, yeah. Sounds I fun. Would, I would, I would do it again. I would definitely do it again. But my voice wasn't like this then. Um, it was higher and a little screechy. And, you know, I didn't know how to use a microphone. And Jim taught me. It's like, you know, you want to be close to it. And, and then if you want really want to kind of make a point, you lower your volume of your voice and get closer to the microphone. Yeah. So there was just little stuff like that. Yeah. That's great. Well, it's nice that you're able to do that for people now. I love it. Yeah. No, people can learn a lot from you. Yep. Thanks. You're welcome. All right, folks, stick around. And as we say now, because podcasting's really gone mainstream audio, which means you can catch this podcast, What Has My Attention, anywhere you catch your audio. Right, Kim? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, John. So great. We just did it my episode for today. Produced by Heard Not Seen Media, visit imaginepodcasting.com for more information.